Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the show about My Little Pony from two adults who love it in spite of their children. to Macintosh and Mod. I'm Diana, aka Mod. And I'm David, aka Macintosh. It's season seven, episode eight. Hard to say anything. When the Cutie Mark Crusaders learn that Big Macintosh has a crush on a sweet pony named Sugar Bell, they go all out to help Mac win her affections. It's a Big Macintosh episode. It's a Big Macintosh episode. It's also a guest episode. Another guest? Who is it? Okay, it's one of our favorite people. Uh-huh. One of the founders of the Roll to Play Network. A return guest. A return guest. It is one Kent Blue. Hello. I am that person that you said. And also glad to be back talking ponies. Yes. Uh, bra- like still pretty new to ponies. We introduced you to ponies last season and you were willing to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I think at the end of the last episode, the last time I was on, I said I was going to watch more ponies. And I did because I watched two episodes more hey yeah Yeah, so okay so one of the hardest and most fun things about figuring out our show is placing people and so figuring out where they should go in a season based on who's their favorite pony but also how much do they know about the show but then there's also which one fits someone's personality the best and then I was like, which one should we give Kent? We don't want to give him something too, like tons of lore. Because this season does get into a lot more lore. And then I realized what this episode was. And it's like, this one is so perfect for Kent. I am so excited. I mean, it has a boy band pony, which, you know, is all for me. It's Big Mac, which... Like, if ever there was a person in my life other than David who feels like Big Mac, I feel is Kent Blue. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a lot of Big Mac energy to me, which is a huge compliment. I mean that in the best way. Plus boy band. I'm it's just so good. So I'm so I've I was very excited to get you on for this episode. And so to do that, we had to give you some homework. A little bit of homework. A little bit of homework. And that was to watch the season two episode Hearts and Hooves Days that gives us a little flashback to Big Mac's experience with um, romance. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and the, I guess, what is it, the Cutie Mark Crusaders like intrusion into into Big Mac's uh, love life? Oh, yes. I had one question coming out of that episode. Okay. Uh, something I hope they revisit, but I also feel like maybe not. Okay. During the song, there's there's a particular pony that is strangely obsessed with tubs of jelly. And I just have to know if that pony ever shows up again, because that's a pony I want to know more about. I want to say yes. Strangely obsessed with tubs of jelly. Like, like very specific. Not just jelly. Like, don't care about jelly. Tubs of jelly. <laughs> it's Hubert Jellius. That's his actual name. Okay. So we got a name, Hubert Jellius. We do see him again. He is in one of our favorite episodes of the series called Slice of Life, which is perfectly made for Macintosh and Mod because that is the rando pony episode wherein the main six of My Little Pony uh, go on an adventure and the entire story takes place around the townies of Ponyville. So we see him again, but we don't learn any more about his uh, tubs of jelly. Okay. Well, I may seek out that episode just to 
just to see Hubert again. Okay, impressions on this episode? Yeah, I liked it. I like Big Mac. Uh, so you're right there. I did. I, li- I like Big Mac's Big Mac energy. Big Big Mac energy. Yeah. The namesake for our show. He's just he's just a big he's just a big lovable horse. Yep. Jesus. What? Right. It's one of the only reasons we did voices is because I could do that. Actually, actually, <laughs> Hearts and Hooves was one of the sh- the episodes that got us to want to start doing voices for this. Because we're just like, this is just insane. My little schmoopsy whoopsy doopsy baby. Oh yeah, I hear, I mean, I hear, I hear David and Big Mac, like, as soon as I heard Big Mac the first time. Hey, yup. I'm gonna throw up now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, let's get into this episode. We start off at Sweet Apple Acres, and Apple Bloom is painting, and Scootaloo and Sweetie Belle bring over a box of stuff. <laughs> Hey, Apple Bloom, uh, Rarity's reorganizing her shop, and look what we found. Old costumes from the talent show. We thought they'd come in handy in case we ever help a pony put on a play or need to make a quick escape disguised as clowns. Uh, Here you go, Big Mac. And we see Big Mac is loading up his carriage. The apples have started to fall out, so they're they're helping load them back up. Whoa, that sure is a lot of apples. Are you making another delivery to Starlight's old village? Yep. That's an awful long way for a pony to go, isn't it? Yep. You sure are going up there a lot lately. What is it, your fifth trip this week? <laughs> yep. Oh my god, a pony blushing. His giggles are the best. A pony giggling. What is this? <laughs> so, so how far away is this this town? Like, I, like I haven't, I haven't watched enough to. I mean, they say it's a far away to be making making deliveries, but uh, uh, it's like, on the other side of Equestria. I thought. I don't. It's a train right away. Yeah. You can take okay. the train there. Oh, okay. So, okay, like, in, I'm trying to think in, like, Texas terms. Like, okay, like, Dallas to Austin. Like, on a, if you're going really fast, four to five hours. But if there's uh, traffic, you're screwed. It's taking you the whole damn day. You know what? I'm going to go further. This is, like, Dallas to Houston. Oh, that sucks. This is, like, six or seven hours. And he's just, I mean... Pardon the pun, hoofing it, that like not yes. taking the train mm-hmm. himself. Oh, no pardoning puns. <laughs> this is a show where we say every pony. <laughs> Still very enamored by that. <laughs> all horse puns all the time. <laughs> okay, well, have fun. So, what other costumes did you bring, Sweetie Bale? Are you crazy? We can't talk about costumes at a time like this. A time like what? Your brother is hiding something. Did you see the way he was acting? Yeah, he totally blushed when we brought up how often he's been going to Starlight's old village. Something is definitely going on. There can only be one reason a pony would travel so far, so often. He's He's taking private lessons. And he wants to get away from the smell. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Okay, he's cooking broccoli and he wants to get away. Broccoli doesn't smell. Apple Bloom has been cooking the broccoli. And she's been cooking so much broccoli that it smells... And I assume anything that doesn't smell like apples might be a touch sensitive for the apple family. But broccoli doesn't smell. Eh, I feel like broccoli smells. I don't think broccoli smells. It does. It has a smell. It's not as bad as some, but like, yeah. Just broccoli smell. Now I need to make broccoli to find out if broccoli <laughs> smells. I need to like. I feel like when you steam it, it lets off a smell. Well, I mean, like if you're just smelling it straight out of the fridge, it probably doesn't. But Maybe it's just like a generic vegetable smell you know what big mac is a super smeller and a super taster i think that's what we're learning here 
My Little Pony. My, my Little, little Pony. pony. Uh, uh, all right. So the Cutie Mark Crusaders, they're spying on Big Macintosh. <laughs> like little children do. Maybe he's a spy on a mission to thwart an evil villain with a secret weapon. An apple cannon. No, that's crazy. I think it's my Brockwood thing. Why don't we just ask him? Thank you, Sweetie Belle, for being the voice of reason. You saw how shifty he was acting earlier. There's no way he'll tell us what he's doing. Plus, I really want to go undercover. We already have costumes. So now, she puts on a rainbow wig. Because they can. Because this is a cartoon. Call me Agent Rainbowhead. I'll be Shimmering Spectacles, a librarian with a mysterious past. Uh, Sweetie Belle is the only one with a backstory. I mean, this is good role-playing. The drama. And she's rarity sister, so yeah, she's dramatic. <laughs> so yeah, Sweetie Belle puts on glasses with a mustache and a nose. And then Apple Bloom. And I'll be a pirate spy. Arg, a spirit. And she puts on a pirate hat. I I want spirits oh, yeah. to be a thing so bad. I, I need to play a spirit at some time. Spirit sounds like something straight out of, I mean, a Grant Hallett game. Which could, I mean, it's you so know, good. a spirit yeah. or a spy rat or a rat that's a spy and a pirate. And you just, you know. Or Spyro the Dragon is now yeah. commanding the high yeah. seas. Those are all options, and you roll a d6. What type of spirit are you? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then one of those is just a yeah. regular pirate, and one of them is just a regular rat. Yep, so I think we, we made the, we made we made the most We're important good. part. Let's go! Game. And that's how you do it, folks. That's, right. that's how you make a game, everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> so now, everything stops while they're in the middle of this costume show. And Big Mac is uh, trotting away. Avast, our ship be leaving port. Huh? Big Mac's leaving. If we're going to be spies, we got to go now. Big Mac's just whistling along. They follow behind him and they jump in the back of the cart and they're hiding in the apple cart. And so they make their way to this other village. And time's passed and Sweetie Belle's reading a book and the other two are bored. And so then the the cart stops and they hear Big Mac coming. And they're like, Big Mac's coming. Quick, act like apples. What? How? And then he pulls the cover off, pulls a barrel of apples out. And they're just like sitting there like. With with some apples on their heads. It's it's very um, cartoon hijinks. <laughs> so he goes he goes around the cart and goes into goes over to the shop. They pull out binoculars. But he he misses them entirely because he's got big old hard eyes. Yep, he's he's very laser focused on what he's about to do. And he he knocks on the door to the shop. This cute pony opens door and they start chatting. Who's that pony? Let me see. Scootaloo now has the binoculars. I don't know. Shouldn't have taken the binoculars. I don't know any pony here. That must be Sugar Bale. Applejack told me about her bakery. Obviously, she's just been ordering a lot of apples. Uh-huh, sure. Yeah, that's what's going on. Sure. A lot of apples. (laughs) Which, again, this is a children's show. It's hard not to put adult thinking on top of this. (laughs) It's really hard, especially in this episode. And especially when the kids are so oblivious. Yeah, they're so dumb. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They're really dumb. And it actually, it makes it that much more precious. I feel like they're more oblivious than in Hearts and Hooves Day. Oh, yeah. They like, should... in that one, they at least know what's going on. Like, they know what they're trying to make happen. Here, they just have no clue that it's already happening <laughs> on its own. Yeah. It didn't need to do anything. So, Big Mac follows Sugar Bell into her bakery. And so, they decide they they got to investigate. So, nothing fishy is going on. 
No way! We came here to be spies, and no spy I know has ever solved a case that quick. Hmm, how many spies do you know? That's not important. What's important is that we do more recon. Follow my lead! And they all put their costumes on. Scootaloo puts her face right up against the glass. And then the other two pop up against them. Whoa, she sure likes her apples. What is she doing? Make, making the biggest apple pie in Equestria? So then we cut inside the bakery and we see Sugar Bell and Big Macintosh talking. Thanks for coming all this way, Big Mac. <laughs> it, it sure is nice seeing you again so soon. Yep. <laughs> He's got hearts floating around him. Oh, uh, he's so awkward. Oh, yeah. It's Very, so I mean, fun. Just, I mean, comically awkward, you know, like, like stereotypical awkward, as you would expect, like, I guess, in the kids show that like to be that awkward. I mean, spot on for what it needed to be. They did make it very good in that, like, you definitely got the sense that she reciprocated yeah. feelings. And at no point did I go, oh, my God, dude, stop. This is the worst. This is no until you were supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> so like when it's supposed to be sweet, everything feels sweet. When it's supposed to be, oh my goodness. It's great. Oh, oh, they did it so good. And so Sugar Bell is just explaining how much she loves baking. She's talking about all the apple treats, basically naming off all of Big Macintosh's family, which is my favorite joke to make ever whenever they talk about apple treats because that's all the names of all the Apple family members. It's true. There are Apple family members named Apple Fritter. So, mm -hmm. like, for all Big Macintosh could know, she's a cannibal. <laughs> she's an Apple family cannibal. No, he, he gets this point. Come on. It should be addressed, David. <laughs> it, sh it should be. There needs to be a conversation about this. It's just wrong. And so we go back to the little kids. I'm telling you, this pony really likes her apples. I mean, there's a mountain of apples there, so I am not shocked at how, like, whoa. But Sweetie Belle's the one who's not dumber than a bag of apples. <gasps> or Big Mac. Huh? huh? Just look. And then we go back into the bakery. Oh. And their noses touch. <laughs> it's horse flirting. Oh, <laughs> uh, I. Uh, <laughs> Sweetie Belle, I, I think you're right. My brother has a crush. <laughs> and then and then Big Mac comes out and he's all like love drunk and he's got little googly eye hearts around his head and it's just it's so sweet and precious and adorable and then the crusaders drop all pretense and are just like forget it we're here and, and so Apple Bloom is just like alright Big Mac and then she looks at the crusaders now remember my brother's super shy so he's probably gonna be embarrassed about his crush now try to make him feel comfortable. Hey, Big Mac, it's me, Apple Bloom. Yep. <laughs> Let's just completely matter of fact. Oh, y'all are here. Like well, I, why am I shocked? Also, I know you're my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you are, kid. We're, We're here, here too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a very personal question, and I want you to answer honestly. Do you have a crush on Sugar Bale? Yup. Well, that was easy. This is so exciting. My brother's got his very first crush. First crush? What about Cheerilee? It doesn't really count when you trick a pony into drinking a love potion, does it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I mean, I like that there's a, you know, 
canon that that stretches over you know many seasons where you know he has a very pointed reaction to that yeah no i i I like that they brought that back it's very and it's also an acknowledgement that we goofed we did a bad yeah did a bad (laughs) and uh big mac has not (laughs) forgotten that Uh uh-uh we are not counting that at all so now apple bloom is jumping all over the village my brother has a crush my brother has a crush wait does Sugar Belly even know you like her? Uh-uh. Then you gotta tell her! Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, 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 We're pretty sure she likes you. I mean, she keeps ordering apples so she can see you again. You think so? Totally! She'll never know if you don't try. Okay. Go get her, Big Mac! And so he he takes this big deep breath, and he's got this big blue flower in his mouth, and he goes and knocks on the door, and then is soon as the door opens this music starts and this pony just pushes him out of the way hey girl <laughs> i was writing poetry by the pond when i saw these flowers i thought i'd show them how pretty you are um well this is featherbangs he's a beaver pony he he's meant to uh make you feel like you're looking at <laughs> just a beaver uh-huh. he's got a heart flower bouquet and um just David's version of Justin Bieber's voice just makes me die. Hey, girl. Laughter. Hey, <laughs> it's not sexy. I just want to make be very clear. No, it's not supposed to be. This is not sexy in any way. This is hilarious <laughs> to me. I just want to make sure that's very clear to all people everywhere. This is funny. This is funny to me. <sighs> yeah. This this is this is one of my favorite things that has ever happened in My Little Pony. <laughs> so this is the first appearance of this this pony. Yes, we we have never hmm. seen nor heard of Featherbangs before. I mean, it felt like a pony that had been around. I don't know. Hmm. Nope, we have we have neither seen nor heard of him. He just arrives. Yeah, you know it, girl. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> the last time I give you a compliment ever again. Oh, hey, thanks, Featherbangs. And then Big Mac just, and walks away. And he's making horse noises this whole episode. Which, they don't make horse noises very often, so it's very concerning when they do. Or very funny. They're very emotional if they're making actual horse noises. This time is very concerning. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And his flower is all trampled on the floor. Sweet little humble blue flower. Yep. Mm. Um, is it possible to have two crushes at once? Because it looks like Big Mac may not be the only pony Sugar Bell likes. Sad. Mm-hmm. So he's walked off, and so the Cuter Mark Crusaders go find him. Hey, Big Mac, where are you going? Home. You can't let that feather fella get in the way of your one true love. You've got to take him down. What can he do that you can't? That. Featherbanks is juggling. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So random. I, was, I would never would have expected juggling to be the, uh, you know... I guess like trying to impress a, a pony. What would the go-to move would be juggling? Mm-hmm. Sure. My only thing is that Featherbangs is an Earth pony, and none of these ponies are able really to use their hooves like hands. So the fact that he can juggle is very impressive. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But so. also, we see Sweetie Belle throughout the first part of this episode being like kind of lovey eyes, but I really think her internal monologue is just like. Oh no, it's you. Get away. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm just going to smile and hope you leave. Bye. That's fair. I think that's how I actually <laughs> feel about Justin Bieber. <sighs> Whoops. <laughs> These balls are like you. I'll always catch you if you fall. Which is gross. Yeah. But, yeah. but then we meet our random ponies of the week, which we will see several times throughout this episode because they are amazing. They are referred to as the swooning ponies, but they each have their own name. The red earth pony is named Swoon Song. The purple pegasus pony is called Fond Feather. And the green unicorn is called Dear Darling. <laughs> and those will be our random pony options of the week. And yes, they are meant to look like the three barmaids from Beauty and the Beast. I didn't catch that at all. <laughs> they are meant to look very much like them. That's what their coloring scheme in their hair is. But oh, they are so great. <laughs> so great. But no, Kent, you don't have to pick yet. I know they're very entertaining. You can wait until the end because it's going to be a difficult <laughs> pick. So then Scootaloo, seeing all this, seriously? That line worked? She'll never pick me. Sure she will, because we're going to help you. No love potions. Fair. Very, very fair. <laughs> we're like, nuh-uh. Y'all earned that one. Don't worry, Big Mac. We learned our lesson the hard way. Yeah, we're never going to do that again. Besides, I don't know exactly what to do. When I was younger, I read all the fairy tales. When you were younger, huh? Well, I was younger on the way here. It was a long ride. <laughs> anyway, as long as we do what the book says, we're pretty much guaranteed a happy ending. How about this one? Rescue a damsel pony in distress. That's perfect. Of course, we'll have to improvise without a dragon. So they start looking through the book. And so, like, we can kind of see where this one's going. Oh, sweetie Belle. No, no, sweetie Belle. So they're they're going to put her in a dangerous situation. And Big Mac's going to save the day. <sighs> this is bad. Yeah, this is... I love that they are approaching all of those myths and going, like, this is not what you're supposed to do <laughs> i mean and also they could totally have found a dragon I, this is one of the times where i kind of wish spike was there and he's just like no <laughs> that, that, that was, yeah spike i remember y'all saying there were dragons so i thought maybe there were uh -huh. yeah there are dragons but i so yeah i like that they could just put them in like no we're yeah. not playing along with this mm -mm. we're not using our fire for romance <laughs> So we cut to later. We see Sugar Bell leaves the bakery and they're all watching her. All right. Scootaloo's going to pretend to take Sugar Bell's things. Then you swoop in and stop her. Ready? And he nods for a couple of seconds. Nope. <laughs> Come on. You're going to beat. You're going to be her hero. In fairy tales, the knight in shining armor always gets the girl. Hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. So then we see Scootaloo takes her bag and runs away. And Scootaloo has put on. All three of the costumes. <laughs> Why? Don't know. Because she's really into dressing up today. Like, that's the only thing she was interested in today. So she's going to do it. That was the only thing I signed up for today. So I'm doing it, okay? Such Rainbow Dash energy. Oh, this episode for sure. She's channeling, like, she's channeling Rainbow Dash. So she's, she's running down the street. Big Mac just holds out his hoof, stops her dead in her tracks and as the bag is you know flying in the air and big mac's about to catch it featherbang swoops in grabs it and returns it to sugar bell here's your sugar sugar though it is not as sweet hair swoop as you <sighs> thank you feather 
That smooth-talking pony stole our rescue, and it totally would have worked. Big Mac is angry. Yup. We're just gonna have to keep trying. Big Mac, are you ready to take it up a notch? Oh, yup. Oh, oh yeah. No, now he's in the game. <laughs> His rescue was stolen from him. He is in this now. Oh, no. You fought, you fought dirty. I was going to do a dirty thing, but then you fought dirty on my dirty things, and now I'm going to get extra dirty. I love that his speech pattern does not allow him to say, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to Big Macintosh in a Renaissance costume. Full up with frills. Very uncomfortable. Oh, nope. Dude, have you ever worn a Renaissance costume? Yes, I have. I need to ask your mom for pictures of that. Well, I don't think I've worn a Renaissance costume now that I think about it. More colonial times. There was a time where I had a fake ponytail extension for a show. I didn't need to know that. Yeah. Kent, have you ever worn a Renaissance costume? Nope. I have not. Interesting. Hmm. I haven't either. Would you, to prove your love to your love interest? I mean, I, there's not much I don't think that I, I guess that I wouldn't do. Oh, that's the right I, I would wear. Uh, I, would, I would wear that... <laughs> frilly thing around my neck the big puffy frilly thing and you know <laughs> whatever else goes into a renaissance costume i'd wear it if if that is what the occasion called for <laughs> that's what the occasion <laughs> called for <laughs> nice loophole <laughs> <laughs> lawyered <laughs> i'm just not gonna wear it randomly and i'm especially not gonna wear it if that's what's going to cause my love interest to run away damn <laughs> I was out <laughs> Okay, so he's wearing this costume. He looks ridiculous. And Sugarbell is resting in a hammock. Trust us, there's nothing more romantic than waking your special pony from a sleeping spell with a magical kiss. See? They rode off into the sunset. And <sighs> Sweetiebell's showing him the book. And all the crusaders sigh, just like the swooning ponies. Really obnoxious. Because that's what fairy tales do. Yeah. They brainwash you into thinking this is normal or appropriate because this is nope. not consensual. Yep. I would disagree on this tactic. This is a no. <laughs> this one, this one might be the worst. This is bad. Nah, it's all bad. It's all bad. It's all very bad. These, these are bad. Any sign of feather bangs? Negative. Coast is clear. It's now or never, Big Mac. The Big Mac approaches. Very reluctantly. As is appropriate. And Apple Bloom starts pushing his face towards her. It's, and Big Mac's like, Mah. And then Sugar Bell wakes up and she is rightfully scared the hell out. Yeah, she's about to scream. Yep. And then Featherbang shows up with a carriage. And runs over Big Mac. Pretty much. I mean, I'm going to say rightfully so under the circumstances. Yeah, he deserved this one. I, uh, points to Featherbangs for this. Oh, girl, you've been working hard all day. Allow me to treat you like the princess. <laughs> you are. <sighs> so the spinning ponies just pop up wherever he is. And this is another big Macintosh horse noise. Yeah. He's like, <sighs> hey, that's our metaphorical sunset they're riding off into. Hey, it's another Sweetie Belle yell moment. I like it when Sweetie Belle yells. Uh, and hearts and hooves. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this ends now. Featherbanks may have good timing and a good mane, but let's see him compete with a song. Say what now? Of course. Why don't we think of it before? Every great love hinges on the romantic musical number. Big Mac, you gotta write a song for Sugar Bell. Yep. 
Why? So <laughs> Why? Does, does Big Mac have experience with singing in this series? Yeah, he does. He has been a part of a quartet. Yep, as, he is a member of the Ponytone. Like a, a barbershop quartet style sense. thing. And he was fabulous, uh, which was very, very silly. He actually lost his voice during that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he does actually sing. So it's not out of the realm of possibility, but a big showy number is not a big Macintosh <laughs> thing. Also, pretty sure he doesn't write songs. We don't know what goes on in the bar. That Okay, yeah, that was kind of my other part was, was is he a known songwriter. Because, I mean, like, they, they were like, yeah, do that. I mean, they said it in a way. It was like, yeah, do that thing you always do. And write a song. Okay. Nope. Nope. This is definitely outside of his okay. element for sure. Which becomes pretty clear as the song goes on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. So we start getting this little beat a little bit. We go over to the bakery and we're getting set up. Come on, Big Mac. Bada Bangs is so romantic. When he speaks, I pretend he's talking to me. <laughs> they love a Valley Girl pony. They love a Valley Girl pony. I think I've done a Valley Girl voice like five times this season so far. It's so good. Especially this season. We're doing a lot of Valley Girls this season. I don't know season. why. We're really double downing <laughs> on them. I want to know where the Valley is for the ponies. Where is the Valley? It's definitely near Canterlot. Oh, yeah. That's like the metropolitan area, so it's definitely near there. That makes sense to me. Ugh, my life is weird. Come on, you can do better than him, just like we practiced. And so they turn off all the lights in the bakery, and then all of a sudden, we see two haystacks and a farm backdrop, and Big Mac comes out and starts singing to Sugar Bell. We'll take a walk down by the river Watch the sunset from the field We'll plant the seeds of love together And water them right for a really good yield And it's not I mean, it's a pretty, pretty nice country ballad. And then first Sugar Bell is like, what are you doing? This is weird. But by the last stanza, she's like, oh, okay, you're trying to show me how you feel about me. Okay, she starts to yeah. smile because she's a little weird, but she's like, oh, you want, okay, you're, you're trying, okay, because she's smart. She knows him enough to know you're not a very expressive pony. You're trying here. Okay, cool. Now, I have to mention the chorus. Oh. Sugar bell, sweet as pie. You're the apple of my eye. A cherry blossom in a field of rye. And when the heifer's milked and fed, and the pigs are in the sty, won't you be there by my side? When the heifer's milked and fed, and the pigs are in the sty? This is what you do on a farm. Yeah, he leaned into the farm of it all a little too much. It's what he knows. It's what he knows. But but it's the most important is, you know, a cherry blossom in a field of rot and won't you be there by my side? That's very important. Yeah. No, he gets it. I just do love Sugar Bell's looks of like, what's happening? Why are we talking about? (laughs) Especially when we magically transport to the farm world. She's like, where am I? Sure. Sure. She gave him the benefit of the doubt. That's fair. It's really sweet. But just as we're starting to settle into like, okay, we're going to go on this little journey here. Star wipes. 
wipes of pop starness and feather banks and dancers. Oh, 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 oh. When you appear before me, my heart stopped beating. Stars crossed the sky to come see what I was seeing. You were the one that made me believe I could fly. unprepared right like i feel like i feel like he saw a song going down and just you know came in there and started singing like he didn't prepare a song like big mac did it seems to me i feel like i should have known and yet i did not know <laughs> <laughs> like i should have been prepared and yet i was not he he's been justin bieber this whole time of course he's gonna sing a bieber song that's fair but yet i was it and then there's auto-tune and it just goes back and forth and it just gets worse and worse but i i, I think we can all agree that the best line of either of them his hands down, my love is burning hot like a cheese fondue. <laughs> and he flash dance pulls down melting cheese yeah. on top of himself. I, of all things, I was not prepared for a you know flash dance callback in this episode. No. Especially like, okay, flash dance, whatever. But with cheese fondue, that's that's I feel that one feels like a dartboard in the writer's room. <laughs> I mean, if there's anything to be impressed about in this episode is how quickly Featherbangs got cleaned up from that cheese fondue. That's true. That's true. The only thing worse could have been honey. Only thing yeah. worse could have been I honey. Mean, that's never coming. I mean, that, like cheese cheese fondue is like melted cheese. Like that. Uh, I mean, I feel like you get, you get scarred from that. Like that's like second, third degree burns. Yep. It's not great. Uh, so they they uh, they get to the end of their song, which is just them yelling "Sugar Bell, Sugar Bell, Sugar Bell," and they're basically on top of each other. And they crash. They basically destroy her entire bakery. They just des- they destroy her bakery display, which she had previously told Big Mac that you know she she really liked, but she needed a bigger one. And she is so mad. What an Equestria has gotten into you two. If you think I'm the kind of pony that likes all this nonsense, then you clearly don't know me at all. I wish every pony would just leave me alone. She's pissed. And so Feather Bangs and his dancers leave very quickly. And then Apple Bloom and the Keenan Marcus Taters leave after him. And Big Mac looks really defeated and just disappointed in himself. And then he leaves. He gets it. Like he he knows he he done a big, big bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. He, he done screwed this up. And so later, the cutie marker staters find him under a tree looking at a fairy tale book. Are you okay? Nope. I'm sorry it didn't work out with Sugar Bale. We don't get it. Big Grand Jester's always working fairy tales. But Sugar Bale's not a fairy tale princess. She's a real pony. She's kind. She works hard. She's sweeter than everything in her bakery. That's it. We should have been thinking about what would mean a lot to Sugar Bale. And then Apple Bloom throws the book. Like, to which even Big Macintosh is like, whoa. <laughs> I think that's the appropriate reaction. This is nothing but lies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's true. It's yes. so true. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Hmm. <gasps> I know just the thing, but I'm going to need your help. Really? Even after we messed it up? Yep. Come on. Okay. So later, they're spying on Sugar Bell walking through town again. 
Because they got a, they got it, they got a spy. And Scootaloo, who is very good at disguises, but not stories, nope. steals Sweetie Belle's idea. She does. She's wearing the shimmering spectacles. Hello, my name's Shimmering Spectacles, and I'm a librarian with a mysterious past. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, um, wait a minute. You look familiar. I shouldn't. Um, I'm new in town. Mind showing me around? Uh, sure. That's the whole town. It's just one street. <laughs> Which, uh, it is. It's one street. It's 13 buildings. There's not that much to that village. It was designed as an equal sign for evil reasons. Oh, no. Clumsy me. And Scootaloo has pulled a thread on Sweetie Belle's saddlebag so bananas fall out. And Sweetie Belle's watching this. I don't think Scootaloo can hold off much longer. And we see Apple Bloom and Big Mac like doing construction in the bakery like really fast. Big Mac has a hammer and Apple Bloom has a paintbrush. And so they just start going even faster. Mm -hmm. Uh, now hold on a minute. Are you sure I can't buy you a new bag? I'm good. It's no big deal. Sugar Bell is so upset with every pony. It's just like, would other ponies please leave me alone so my shit stops breaking? So I make it to the bakery. But, um, um, Okay, what's going on? <gasps> and Scootaloo slams the door in. Ah, the cupcake has landed. Repeat, the cupcake has landed. Oof. Big Mac, you made me a new display case? And Big Mac steps back and it's all shiny. And, and it's pretty. so much bigger than the one she had before. It's all blue. It's so good. It's cute. Plenty of room on that one. Yep. And you made it bigger. You remembered. Now I have twice as much room for all my desserts, which means I can make even more. I've been dying to try cream pies and whoopie pies and icebox cakes and, of course, more apple treats. Like, she's, like, climbed into the display <laughs> case. She's very excited about baking. She's really excited about this. <laughs> oh, Big Mac, thank you so much. This is the sweetest thing any pony's ever done for me. Uh, uh, yeah, nope, or, uh... Mm. I I like you too. And and then they touch noses. She puts her hoof up to his mouth. The noses are touching. It's very cute. It's like pony kissing. It is so cute. So yeah, that's the thing that like that's pony kissing. And so earlier he like actually like tried to lip kiss her. So it was kind of weird. You yeah, know. like I that was that was an accidental nose I'm a little pull. confused about like nose touches dashes like lip kissing and I think like nose touches is like public appropriate like is a is like appropriate PDA. Gotcha. That's that's from what I've gathered so far from this point in the pony world. It's also kind of hand holding in some well, way. Okay, eh, that yeah. makes sense. I think that's the equivalent because they okay. don't they don't have hands, they have hooves. So, I think that's that's really our equivalent here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the Cutie Mark Crusaders are watching. This is the most romantic thing ever. Wait a minute. I recognize you, Phillies. Have they been with you this whole time? And Big Macintosh is like, oh no, oh no. I'm Big Mac's little sister, and these are my friends. I'm sorry for everything we put you through today, Sugar Bell. Big Mac would have never gone through with all those crazy, over-the-top, downright ridiculous attempts to impress you if we hadn't put him up to it. But we learned our lesson. Romance isn't about impressing some pony. It's about doing something that means something special. That pony you love <clears throat> lack a lot. 
And then, like, they've gone behind them now, and they've started nose-touching again. I love how Sugar Belt and Macintosh are like, okay, shut up, children. We're (laughs) good. Yeah, we got there. Get out of our way. Let let the (laughs) grown-ups have their alone time now. Uh, Apple Bloom, I think they get it. (laughs) (laughs) And so the children open the door, and they see Feather Bangs with a gramophone. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. Last-ditch effort. Oh, no, but this is a lovely say-anything call. Sugar Yeah. Sorry, Feather. You're a little too late. Yeah, Sugar Bear's already picked her special sun pony, and we see them hugging. But don't worry, you've got three not-so-secret admirers right behind you. And we turn around and we see the swooning ponies. <sighs> what should I say to them? Uh, you're asking us for advice? Uh-huh. Look, I can main flip, write poetry, and juggle, but actually talking to a pony? Oh, it scares me almost as much as loneliness. Will you help me? Because <laughs> just, <laughs> I don't know, just really kind of deep and dark. <laughs> just turn. It scares me almost as much as loneliness. <laughs> okay, if you feel lonely... That is very serious. Oh, absolutely. And I don't want anyone to feel lonely. No, no, no. Okay, I don't want to make fun of that. But this line is pure gold. (laughs) Oh my gosh. For coming from this pony with that cadence and and impression that they're going for. I'm so happy that that was brought into my life. I'm so gonna repeat that again. <laughs> the show also loves to take like a super wacky character like this and then throw some really real shit on top We're of them. Some yeah. real emotions on them. Yeah. Some real insecurities. As both a solid recognition of that and also for the joke of it. Yeah. yeah they really unpack who uh, Featherbangs is in that one sentence. Uh-huh. Explains all of his motivation. Well, but will you help me, please? Gee, I don't know about this. He just needs a little nudge in the conversation department. Besides, I don't think Big Mac's ready to leave just yet. Let's do it. Featherbangs, the Cutie Mark Crusaders are at your service. service. <laughs> and and it, it closes on Featherbangs, winking at the camera. Weird? Strange? Unusual? Abrupt. Odd. But Abrupt. whatever. Okay. But yes. Oh my God. Featherbangs. I love you. <laughs> what? Oh. One of the most solid secondary characters we've had in probably a while on this show. He left an impression for sure. <laughs> for sure. Okay, Kent, it's time for your really big decision. You've got to pick a rando pony. All right, I'm going with um, I'm going with a swoon song. Ooh, the red yeah. one. Interesting. Very cute. And any particular reason? No. No, I don't think so. Just uh, just like that one more than the other two, I, I think. <laughs> have to ask. Yeah, no. Well, you know. No, nothing. No real deep uh, reasoning. They all hold a very special place They're in our hearts. <laughs> all right, Ken, thank you so much for being here to talk pony with us and sitting through this insanity that is Justin Bieber as a pony. Well, I was glad to do it. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I, I mean, I enjoyed uh, pony Bieber. There's got to be a horse pun with Justin Bieber. Somewhere. I know, I know. I've been, I mean, Bieber, I've been trying to Bieber, think of something. Pony, but... pony Bieber. We're going to come up with it. Yeah. There's gotta got to be something in there. Mm. Well, Kent, if people want to find more Kent, where can they find more Kent? 
Well, you can find me on the Rotoplay Network at rotoplaynetwork.com. Got a bunch of shows there. My main show is Rotoplay Podcast, which is a actual play role-playing game podcast, just different systems all the time with a rotating cast of really great folks. Um, yeah, if you want to find just me and just my personal stuff, it's that guy Kent Blue on Twitter. Awesome. Well, thank you again. And until next time. Bye, every pony. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. How do you get a cutie mark? By discovering uh, your purpose. Okay. And then it just pops just pops up. Yep. Uh, you get you get the tingles and you you get this zappy light and you kind of like levitate a little bit and then bam, flank tattoo. Okay. I'll have to look up an episode with with the, you know, that happening. It's magic puberty. Magic puberty? Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's... Sounds like it. Sounds like it is. I'm not wrong. <laughs> I mean, considering how many times I've called the way they talk about getting it, like getting your period. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's really accurate.